Welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Feminist. This is Sarah Curran, Mary Crane, and Amanda Elliott. Welcome back, guys. So this week we're going to talk about all of the hottest new feminist topics this week. So to lead it off, we're going to talk about the Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren feud that's going mm-hmm. on right now. We're coming off the heels of the, la- the latest um, Dem debate. And we're also going to talk about the Equal Rights Amendment. Really fun and <laughs> the also ERA. The ERA. The era. Yeah. In case people are reading forget, <laughs> don't realize. So, um, to kick it off, Amanda, why don't you tell us, um, do mm-hmm. you think a woman can be president? <laughs> Of course I do. Better question is, did you ever tell anyone that a woman can't be elected? No, I'm never, just kidding. Never. Um, this is hilarious to me. And honestly, I'm really glad we're talking about it because, uh, well, should we give our listeners like a recap of what happened just yes. in case? Okay. Um, I feel like we, I always work to do that. And then I'm like, oh, I should have, whatever. Okay. Sorry. Context. Yeah. yeah. So context is. Um, this week, uh, CNN broke a story about, um, based on background sources of people who weren't even in the room, just put that out there. Wow. <laughs> um, but they broke a story saying that in a meeting between, a private meeting between Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders last week, or sorry, not last week, last year, Bernie Sanders told Elizabeth Warren that a woman could not be elected president in 2020. And, of course, this was all secret. No one knew about it. It was, you know, a private one-on-one meeting until this week when CNN broke the story. And it's, like, all according to four sources who were familiar with it. Um, And so that came out. That's obviously a huge bombshell. doesn't look good for Bernie Sanders, who already has an issue looking like he's – what's the right word? <laughs> and it just doesn't help his image. So anyway, obviously, and obviously, like he needs um, the women vote, and he and Elizabeth Warren are competing for the same voters. And Iowa is in like two weeks or something. So this was a pretty bad story for him. But then he came out. Actually, didn't even come out after he was. It was included in the piece that he like vehemently denied that he ever said that. <clears throat> and that's that. Like he was like, I didn't say that. It's pretty clear denial. Yeah. So then Warren campaign is silent, and then she puts out a statement like several hours later, and that said something like, it was a private meeting. We talked about whether a woman could be president. I believe a woman can. He disagreed. Like, it was some kind of weird, like, vague, passive-aggressive statement. And then, obviously, like, two days later was the debate. And the moderators asked him, like, you know, did you say this? And he was all, no, I didn't. And then this was like bizarre. The moderator immediately after turned to Warren and was like, Senator Warren, how did you feel when Bernie Sanders told you that a woman can't be president? Well, it's like, (laughs) it blew the lid on how the deeper, not conspiracy, Mm -hmm. but how incestuous the Democrat party mm-hmm. and establishment is with CNN and yeah he, like that was so blatantly that was a plan from the beginning they fed oh the story. yeah oh yeah, yeah. like 100%. Lauren's camp stirred 100%. that up and said oh we're gonna do this and then you'll throw me a volley that says how did you feel and I'll have the perfect sound bite and at the end of the debate 
she went over and Bernie went to like shake her hand and, she and this was totally planned too because it was like out of a play. Yeah. Like yeah. she put both of her hands together and like keeled over like she was and was looking like she was like so and to, like <clears throat> it was just so obviously like she was like okay hold here for four seconds get yeah. it with him trying to shake my hand. Yeah, it, the whole thing was so bizarre, and I felt and she like, didn't even own it. Like my oh, I thing know. was, why after he said I did not say that, why wouldn't you say you did say that? Exactly. Instead, she just said she Dinner. like brushed over it and goes, you know, but it has it's an issue that's been raised because she raised it. Like she raised. I it. mean, this whole thing this got me super fired up at the beginning of the week because like she, it's so obvious that she approved this oppo hit. And was involved in dumping it and, like, gave it to CNN because, of course, they were hosting the debate this week. The whole thing was so obvious. And, like... So sad when you can't even plant your own Yeah, and, like, the fact that she's going to plant this, um, hit Bernie on something like this, um, and leak details about a private meeting that before, you know, everyone was like, we don't talk about private meeting, or at least she and Bernie were... And then when you're asked point blank about it, you don't even have the balls to be like, Bernie, yes, you did. It, yeah. Instead, she's all, I'm friends with Bernie. I'm not here to fight Bernie. Like, really? Uh, At least know? if you're going to be a snake, be a snake. Oh, and she's a total snake. And this is my favorite part about this entire drama. Mm-hmm. People are dropping snakes like she's I know. Like, like, <laughs> That's why I, said, why I um, said snake. But you got to own it. Like, I would have... I would have way more respect for her if she just actually owned it and had said to him, looked him in the eyes in the debate and said, Bernie, you did say that. Are you calling me a liar? Because it looks like she's so passive. Like she's like, oh, well. Or she wants to be a snake, but then behind the scenes, she has no problem being a snake. But like once it's in public, she has to protect this image of, you know, she's just a grandma with a bunch of policy ideas. Like, no. She's not a grandma. Uh, Well, I have no idea if she's a grandma, well, but, like, the, the point is, you know what like, I mean. This feels, like, so, like, it's her advisors trying yeah. to, like, tee up this crazy, like, show-off between her and Bernie. Mm-hmm. But they were supposed to be bros. They had this, like, pact, this non-aggression I pact thought, or whatever. I thought so, and she totally, like... I mean, everyone, I mean, look, there's no way that that little pact is going to last forever. They're going, you know, after the exact same voters. Their strategies are basically identical, they're not going to emerge. Like, only one will be left standing. You know what I mean? Like, it's either going to be Elizabeth Warren or it's going to be Bernie. And, um, like, there's only room for one progressive. I don't know. They have, like, the common enemy of Biden. So yeah. they're working together to try to knock him out until the <clears throat> last moment that they have to, like, turn on each other. Yeah. I just love how the progressives are trying to cancel Warren right now. And then there are the other people that are like, no, don't do it. This, yeah. This echoes... Same, well, like, some of them Trump are, stuff. but all, all, all of Elizabeth Warren's supporters, like, have turned on the whole, like, womanhood, victim, feminist, like, thing because of this. And because supposedly Bernie said this, and so all her female supporters are coming out of the woodwork being like, this is sexist, and you need to support, we need to all support Elizabeth Warren because not supporting her is, like, sexism now. Oh, yeah, why put like, if you, support, if you don't, be- if you you don't believe what she yeah. said? If she said it, it's truth because she's a woman. Yeah, and also, like, if how you support Bernie over Elizabeth, you are a sexist. How dare right. you? How dare you? Because Cause how, yeah. how make, why would you make her put the onus on her to explain 
like to prove that he said it. Well, like, I'm sorry because like if you, of it in the first yeah, place. if you accuse him of it, you either need to just go all in and call him a liar to his face, or like, like, well, that was misconstrued. But you know what? Like the re, I mean, I'm My so angry about this. She put it out there because she knew she would never have to like back it up. No, yeah, you don't. She doesn't have to, it's and just she knew like that. How Biden doesn't get follow up questions during the debate. You yeah. just feel bad for him. He just, like, mumbled it's words on it. It's just like, uh, okay, moving on. Like, yeah. just don't even go there. Yeah. But, and the other way you know this was so freaking planned and canned was she goes straight into her little monologue. Mm-hmm. Of like, let's look at records here. Let's look at voting records. And uh, who here – well, I have the quote, actually. Do it, it. I, like – died. Mary uh, came with receipts. I can, I brought, <laughs> yes, I do. I have the paper receipt, actually. Um, I th- So here's what she says. Here's her little thing. I think the best way to talk about who can win is by looking at people's winning <clears throat> records. So, can a woman beat Donald Trump? She literally pauses, and I'm like, are you referencing the fact that Hillary, like, definitely didn't beat Trump? So, mm-hmm. like, the one that I immediately went to, I thought she was, like, making a joke. Well, no, obviously, because <laughs> it didn't work last time. <laughs> and she, like, points to that. And then so that's what I'm thinking. And she goes, look at the men on this stage. Collectively, they've lost 10 elections. And it's because they're men, obviously. Yeah, and she's, like, the only people on stage who have won every single election they've been in are the women. Once again, like, what? <laughs> that is now the pitch to be president? Yeah. Well, also, it should be like, um, wait, wait, what'd she say? No one has ever lost an election? Is that what she said? Except, no, like, she said. The, they're the only ones that have only not them, lost? Yeah, collectively, the men together have lost 10 elections. Okay. And ever, her and Klobuchar I got it, one, I got have it, I got never it. lost. But it's also, like, okay, Biden and Sanders have been in office since, like, they were 12. Just so disgusting. They have they, no, their they Wikipedia still, page is one page long. They went to college and then became a bureaucrat. But still, be like, okay, Elizabeth, you've been in one race, so congratulations on your 100% victory rate. Also, but, like, Biden and like Sanders that. have been in, like, a bazillion. I don't appreciate that she is separating people by gender by gender like yeah. that's what i don't like now it's like a talking point people are hearing these days like, of oh well the boys on yeah. stage are you kidding and she's she's basically telling people vote for me because i'm a woman oh. and i freaking hate that yeah exactly like how many times do we hear that how many times did we hear that in 2016 vote for hillary because it'll be so the transformative first woman president and I'm vote like, for the first female president I don't get, it's so people oh that put gosh. that above i'm like you that is privilege yeah. hello the fact yeah. that like oh i'm gonna vote yeah but also if you tell me that one more time i'm gonna freaking like like i don't even know i like i will vote for trump because of that i need to like print out like my, i like know. rant to anyone that's like, I mean, as a woman, anytime I get one of these, as a woman, how could you? Yeah. And I'm going to have just like a little business card printed out. I'm just going to hand it to them. And, and it's going to be like, I don't, you know, like, but I'm going to be like, as a woman, don't define yeah. me by my, that's like being like, oh, well, as a you know, brunette or yeah. you know, like anything. Like, I just hate that now they have created this. Like, we lived, at least when I grew up, I was kind of in this great 90s mm-hmm. era where the cancel culture hadn't ex- yeah. didn't exist yet. 
but we all had our rights and everything was chill and whatever. And then, but in my high school, like middle school years, it started being like all this weird shit where like, yeah. the, you know, like, oh, well actually like we, the boys come to the girls health classes and we all have to yeah. worry about periods, whatever. I don't even care. Whatever. Live your life. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's that insane. just the, the, the fact that she can stand there and call people out mm-hmm. by a physical externality. Yeah. She, that, that they have no control over. Yeah. I don't know. No control like, over. Kind of like skin color. Maybe? Exactly. No. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That I mean, would, yeah. Like, kind of like skin that color. That would be if she had, I know, it's like we're too scared. It's yeah. like, if that would be like if she was standing on stage with a, and she was, you know, a, a Native American. <laughs> <laughs> If only. Imagine. So it's her and Klobuchar were Native Americans, and she was like, hey, the only people on the yeah. stage, Native Americans, are the only people that can Yeah, Trump. therefore vote for Native Therefore Americans. vote for me. Don't. And if the other people were Asian, and she's like, yeah. but these Asians up here, they've only won. Yeah. T- they've lost ten times, so only vote for, you know, that's crazy. I, I just hate. ideology? I know, though? and I just hate the whole, like victimhood thing a part of this oh, conversation yeah. like I'm gonna turn myself into a victim right. because I'm alleging that Mr. like old Bernie Sanders told me a woman can't win and so everyone feels sorry for me and definitely victimhood status is what feminism needs and like doing so much I'm kidding worse things for women than yeah nothing. like a strong woman on state my thing you know the the television shout out mm-hmm. television series 24 yeah yes Wow, really molded. Yeah. My parents didn't <laughs> let me watch it uh, in 2001 after 9-11. Yeah. Like, you know, which, yeah. thank, that was some okay, parenting. Sure. Hey, yeah, thank you yeah. for parenting. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I got back into it. And the president, mm-hmm. who's the, the actor, is the guy from, he's probably a billionaire now because he's the Aflac guy, the voice, oh, the yeah. Allstate guy the who's president. like, are you oh, in good hands? Yeah, 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 yeah. This, like, he's thriving. Wait, is that Aflac or Allstate? Allstate. It's Allstate. Are you in good hands? This guy was the president and he's an African-American yeah. man. There was net, he only agreed to take the job if there was zero mention that he was an African-American president. Right, there you go. Whereas nowadays that would be the whole thing. <clears throat> the first, and the so, whole, it would be like a whole subplot. Exactly. Like, yeah. But instead he was just a normal human being yeah. and all these people grew up seeing that and it was not, it, you know, and TV that's normalize what, it. yeah, normal. The yeah. fact that it becomes like a talking point. And honestly, here's probably the last thing I'll say because I feel like I've been ranting too much but if she had leaked it if they had put it out as an oppo dump and like run with the story i don't even really care about that like whatever campaigning sometimes is dirty like i'm fine with that put it out there and hit him like whatever but for her in a debate to and in her statement to not just have the guts to follow through and say bernie yeah you did say that and i'm calling you out and i'm like looking you in the eyes and telling you you're lying right now that's what really got me. And then the fact that she tries to twist it into, like, vote for me because I'm a woman. It's well, the lowest of the low. That's yeah. how I know she's lying. And yeah. then also you have all yeah. these people on Twitter. Uh, Twitter's stupid. But they're like, ooh. 
Plus, like, how yeah. dare you not believe her? Yeah, so the same reason why I don't believe a lot of liars. Well, and also like, because she has a history of, she has a history of, she has a history of like, putting out... advantage. Yeah, of putting out false, falsehoods and that about really help everything, her narrative. Not even like, she has lied about <clears throat> being fired because she pregnant. she's pregnant. Didn't freaking happen. Yeah. She lied. Like, every single thing, she's the definition yeah. of such a horrible, sleazy, has Just sold to her advance soul. herself. To advance herself. Yeah. I don't know. I could go on and on about it and whatever. I'll stop. Chloe Bichar, though, was the yeah, uh, so, yeah, breakout yeah, yeah. star of the night. <laughs> Just kidding. Her eyebrows were. Even, I mean, whatever. I'm not. Actually, you know, everyone talks about the ties. Do the it. Do it. Do it. Everyone always talks about that. But I she, think it's fair game. But can you tell? So last debate. You know, she went viral because of the twitch. Yeah. She was having a horrible so eye. I, I, I think it was, like, her whole face. It was, was everything like, was, yeah. like, having a vibration. It's like, moment. it was a nerve. It was, like, yeah. like, I thought we should call the police. I didn't know what to do last debate. So yeah. that was bad. So she obviously, like, overdid it with the Botox to compensate. Yeah. Like, she froze that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. She kind of had to. Yeah. So nothing was moving, including the eyebrows that she got overdone. You know, so... <laughs> It was just very, yeah, very concerning. I didn't, I didn't watch the debate. I'm like furiously like googling, like look at her in the red. And the, that's this red. See, do you see? And honestly, yeah. I googled it this morning, and it didn't like the pictures don't come through like HD television, maybe. Yeah. But you can tell those are like quite. And she's probably like never had Botox before in her life, right? I don't no, know. Maybe she I has. Think she did. Really? She had, that's what I think maybe caused the first. Really. Like a weird reaction to it? No, that was definitely just like when you're tired and stressed and you're having like a weird, like, you know, I could tell it was like, I have that happen where I'm talking and I can feel my whole eye is like doing the disco over here. I'm like, (laughs) I can't stop it. Oh my God. And I, I want to hope she knew that was happening last time. She had to have known at least after the fact because everyone was talking about it. Horrible timing. Yeah, no, I've. I get the twitch. Poor Klobuchar. And I mean, I give her them all credit because I get anxiety before watching on television. I get anxiety when they walk up. I'm like, oh my God, I feel bad for all of them. I know. What are you going to say? I actually don't feel bad for anyone. Poor (laughs) Klobuchar. Yeah, you're like, you know, those kind of people are so excited. Uh, Okay. So so should we, wait, is there anything else we want to say on this topic? Boy. Other Uh, than, yes, absolutely, a woman can be president. Other than the fact that no one actually believes that Bernie Sanders said that. Yeah. No. Okay. So it's time to move on. Moving on. All right. And my question that we'll come back to in 10 years, if a woman then does win and it becomes president, is that uh, talking messaging point dead? Do we never have to hear about it again? I hope so. It will just, it's never an, oh, to the second female, you know, like. Well, okay, here's the last, 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 last thing I'll say. Oh, mind you. I saw a tweet this week. I don't even remember where, but it was retweeted by a bunch of reporters. I don't know, maybe a couple of reporters. Like, the theory now is that the behind-the-scenes chatter is that Democrats are pinning their hopes for a female president on Joe Biden because they think that he'll still be the nominee and they're pinning their hopes on him picking a female vice president Dying and die. no, um, <laughs> leaving, <laughs> committing to serving only one term and basically handing the reins off to the, to his to the nomination off to his female VP. That's the October surprise. I know. Oh my <laughs> Which basically just means it definitely can't be 
Stacey freaking Abrams because you it can't pick her. Really and then, yeah. No. And so, I think they realize she's like, So it's, it's, I mean, that I mean, up for she's like. still says she's the governor of Georgia. Still, she think. still thinks she's relevant, but she has a lot to learn. Right. Anyways. The world needs to be concerned if, uh. Trump doesn't accept the results of the election because that will ruin but our Stacey democracy. Abrams. But she can run around. I know, but what if Biden does that? What if Biden picks Warren as his VP and then serves one term and basically like hands her the reins? Which I don't well, think he would pick we'll her. I don't think he likes her. No way. No, I know. But like, but anyway, the point I was making was like, oh, so now Democrats are all like, oh, we need a white old old white guy to like. Help us get a female president. Like, that's demeaning, if nothing else. Whatever. Oh, my gosh. That's where I was going with that. For for as woke as these progressives think they are, they are. um, It's like, oh, yeah, let's depend on an old white man who's, like, been in power for forever to, like, gift us our woman president. That's going to make us feel Uh, so good. speaking about women empowerment, where the F was Tulsi on stage? Gabbard. I, I like know. her. I do too. I mean, I would it. never vote for her. But like the idea that Klobuchar was up there, but I know, it's yeah. weird. Tulsi, yeah, um, uh, Dr. Yang was also not. They didn't make the threat. Like, Yang, I'm glad he needs to get off stage because he's really he's hilarious. He's and I appreciate him as a human being. Yeah, I do. I think he's just funny. Like I would never vote for him, but like he no, just makes me. He LOL. at least has a good soul. Yeah, you know? and he's consistent. Like he's he genuine or authentic and. Ideologically consistent, even though I think most of his ideas are. But garbage. the danger is he's bringing terms like, "Oh, I'll just give you a thousand dollars every month," the like freedom he's making, dividend, bringing us into the vernacular and making people think that's like a doable thing. Yeah, uh, and Charles Murray apparently also is like super into UBI too, universal uh, basic, basic, income, basic income, which does shock me. Yeah. I, but I feel like I've seen a Twitter. Yeah, yeah I love. Um, Oh, yeah, no, it, it's interesting, but it is. There are some interesting arguments for and against it, but I, I feel like we're getting off topic. Sorry, sorry, I just really like it. No, no, and my last also, thing, or no, oh, go, oh, go, go, go. Well, I was going to say, um, ah, Dave Chappelle just endorsed I know. <laughs> I just wanted to say that because I, I saw that. I thought Chappelle. that was awesome. Oh, yeah, he has that great Netflix thing calling out all the left. Which we should talk about at some point. Yeah, anyway, we should do that. Do you want to shift gears into our second yes. topic for the week? Yes. Yes. And my last statement oh, yes. is that this always pops in my head when it's all this stuff where it's like, but a woman, but a woman, but mm-hmm. a woman, or by anything, is the MLK quote, I all I wish is to live in a country in a world where my daughter is not judged yep. by her skin tone, but by her character. Like, hello, yeah. And I just when I, as a woman, feel like I'm like, I hate that I'm now branded a woman. I feel yeah. like before I never noticed, and now it's like, oh gosh. You're a woman. I'm a woman. Bro. I know. Well, ha, huh, perfect segue. Anyway. Not for long. Yeah. Yeah, bring oh, up our yeah. next topic. All right, so our next topic is the Equal Rights Amendment. And why are we talking about it? Era. So we're talking about it because, so, um... Just today, we're digging this podcast. Um, the Virginia legislature uh, passed um, the Equal Rights Amendment, the ERA, um, uh, to be the, oh, shoot, I do not have the actual number here. I think like the 38th. We were the, yeah, 38th state. 38th state um, to pass this. It's um, It was proposed back early, early 1900s um, to... 
basically guarantee equal rights for American citizens regardless of sex. However, if you do a quick little Google search, you will also find that it seeks to end the legal distinction between men and women in matters of divorce, property, employment, and other matters, which um, is a head-scratcher because I have not seen one convincing article Mm-hmm. That explains how this is better for women because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a Virginia resident, so shocker to me to find that today was the only day that I had the first protection. Day. How does it feel, Sarah? I mean, I feel totally Do you feel changed? Revigorated? Um, yeah. No. <laughs> Do you I, finally feel like you are protected by the law yeah. in Virginia, in the Commonwealth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went same. up to my husband, I was like, so good. <laughs> So this is kind of a big deal. Actually, whether it is a big deal remains to be seen. Its proponents want everyone to think it's a big deal, I think is more accurate. And so um, here's a great place to insert a fun uh, cultural quote from West Wing, one of my favorite. And from one of our favorite characters. Ansley Hayes. Worth a Google. What could possibly be your problem with the ERA? It's redundant. Why are we talking about the ERA? She's doing a thing. Yeah, but it's not back or anything now. Is it? Certainly not if Phyllis Schlafly over here has her way. Look. It's redundant? I'm a low-maintenance lady. I got the 14th Amendment. I'm fine. How about? The 14th Amendment, which says that a citizen of the United States is anyone that's born here. That's me. And that no citizen can be denied due process. I'm covered. Make a law for somebody else. How can you have an objection because to something that says... Because it's humiliating. A new amendment we vote on declaring that I am equal under the law to a man, I am mortified to discover there is reason to believe I wasn't before. I am a citizen of this country. I am not a special subset in need of your protection. I do not have to have my rights handed down to me by a bunch of old white men. The same Article 14 that protects you protects me, and I went to law school just to make sure. Uh, she perfectly sums up what's everything that's wrong with the ERA. Yes. And everything that any normal person who's just like, wait, why is this a thing? Can yeah. someone please explain to me how this makes my life better or why the system I was living under before was so mm-hmm. oppressive to me? Like, that's what my first thought was like, oh, because I'm from Virginia. I'm like, what rights haven't I had as a female that yeah. now I do? Yeah. That's con- like that, not that. And I genuinely tried as a person kind of involved like in this world or to Google yeah. I mean, or to research. Like I was like, what are the, what have I been missing? What is it? Like, and I even yeah. Googled like cases where legal cases where women have different standards. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. And I, could not find so much. Uh, so in my getting ready for this episode and this topic, I did a lot of reading, um, and I think I have a pretty decent understanding of their argument. Even though I'm probably not going to explain it that great because I'm still confused by it, but I I think the basic argument is yes, there are anti discrimination laws, federal and state, on like the book, Title VII. like Title Seven that purport to protect women. Yes, there's the 14th Amendment that protects, quote, unquote, any person, but there's nothing in the Constitution that explicitly protects women or, like, mentions gender. And so a lot of these proponents are arguing that 
you know, if women are just protected by state or federal laws, those laws can always be weakened or overturned at any point. And to make sure that that doesn't happen, they need to be backed up with wording in the Constitution that specifically mentions gender or sex or women. But, but it already says human, human right. beings no, no, I know. are to be treated equal. Yeah. But now I guess women are like aliens. I know. But yeah. yes. So I, th- I think that is their argument that these laws don't have teeth because they're not backed up by specific phrasing in the Constitution itself. Which sounds cuckoo to me. And like, I don't, I think the 14th Amendment is pretty clear. It says... No person, hold on, I'm actually looking at it right now. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, of which women are, nor shall any state deprive, quote, any person of life, liberty, or property without due process or law of law, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of laws. So, like, to me, to conservatives, or I don't know if I should put it in a conservative bucket, but, like, opponents of this, we look at the 14th Amendment and say any person covers men and women. Yeah. So, like, if if someone were wanted to overturn a federal law protecting women, it could still be challenged on the basis of, like, the 14th Amendment. Yes. And to play devil's advocate, um, you know, so uh, in 1920, it was passed, or the 19th Amendment was passed, which would, gave women the right to vote explicitly mm-hmm. and it was it, it needed to happen because there were women that were going to the ballot box and they were getting like their hair pulled they were locked up in jail they were being beaten by police officers and just yeah. like random other citizens that were just like pissed off that they were there to vote so like obviously we needed to carve out a specific like make it extra mm-hmm. explicit that yes this is a right that women have too so I'm I'm not trying to be very dismissive of any other efforts to make sure that uh, women's, rights, women's are rights are protected, right? But when you look at ERA, for example, this isn't this isn't carving out rights for women. It is ending legal distinctions between men and women. Yeah, and that is very different than protecting women. Mm-hmm. It's removing literally our womanhood, our identity. It seeks to erase gender. It seeks to make everyone exactly the same. And I don't like sameness. I like equality. Mm -hmm. And I feel like under the constitution now, and I, I I really don't think anybody who's listening to this now or anybody who would be, would disagree with us on our our opinion on this matter Mm -hmm. would say that they, they don't feel equal protection under the law right now. I mean, there are several things like we mentioned it before, like title seven and all these other things that are uh, written into law that protect, um, title nine protects against discrimination against sex, uh, religion, race, Mm -hmm. uh, sexual identity. So uh, these are also, uh, that's traditionally thought of like as a, a women's right, yeah. but it's not. It, it talks about broad uh, classifications that are protected under the law. Yeah. It just it breaks it out to be a little bit more explicit, so it's not uh, depending on what jurisdiction you're in. Like right. it, it, whether it's the... a conservative or a liberal judge, yeah. like it just it just makes it more succinct. But this ERA thing is this doesn't 
if you read it, this has nothing to do with protecting women. It's, yeah. it's stripping us of our womanhood. And I think in the eyes is, of the law, which is kind of radical. It's very radical. Yeah. What is and the it? one example everyone keeps talking about that, you know, it's kind of like stark and like, oh, it's never going to happen. But the best example that we've all come across is that uh, if, if the ERA is passed and a draft was, was reinstated, that women would be drafted in a combat along with men. And like, mm-hmm. is that something we want? Like as a society? Like, I don't know. I mean, I, equal I mean, is equal. Like, or should women be treated differently in that scenario? Like you got to think about who's going to raise the children. Who's going to be home? Like who, I mean, these are real world questions that this just plows over just in the, in this name of like equal. Equality? I just feel like bad for anyone that lives, like, bases their life off of a government thing. You know, like, yeah. it's like, I don't look, if I felt treated, discriminated against for my gender, I would go to the source. Yeah. I would not go crying to, what are the these, these magical people that are legislators? Like, what, yeah. what do they have? Like, what... It's ridiculous. They, like, we're looking to them to hand us our equal protection under the law. Like, and in fact, it's doing more to hurt us because yeah. now it's now people are saying like, oh well, because she's a woman, we're gonna have to, you know, like it's like making. I don't know. Well, another thing I was thinking too is with all of this progress that has been made lately in terms of um, like maternity leave and workplaces respecting. Mater- the need for maternity leave having and women, yeah, and like women need needing to actually take time off to like recover and like bond with their baby. Um, would this make employers have to offer the same types of benefits to men? And what would that do to like hiring and companies? And like, I mean, there. I just feel like there are so many consequences of this that would ver- like reverberate through all parts of our life that no one's really talking about. We're all just supposed to celebrate women getting equality but like we're not talking about or no one is talking about what does this mean in practice like if the era is actually ratified in the constitution just just take it to a whole nother level we just want to be respected in the workplace and Mm -hmm. i feel very respected in the workplace like Mm -hmm. it's just assholes now like it's Mm -hmm. not like widespread like it's this isn't the 50s we're not Mm -hmm. mad men and we're regulated to like serving our boss's coffee and yeah writing notes and all the meetings so that's like and it's not, like, totally gone forever. Of course, there's, like, weird holdouts and stuff like that. But it's it, – I love being a woman. Mm-hmm. I love that distinction. I don't want it going away. I love being a part of women's groups. Mm-hmm. And I think there should be men's groups. And we were talking about this earlier, <laughs> like, especially for, like, young formation of people like you want to be with your same gender when yeah. you're growing up like boys want to play with boys and they have their own way of playing girls mm-hmm. have their own way of playing that doesn't mean that there aren't Different girls developmental that doesn't stages. mean that there doesn't mean there aren't girls that want to play with the boys mm-hmm. the way the boys play or like vice versa like that's totally yeah, i mean too. it all just goes back to like there are differences between men and women and it's okay for our legal system to recognize that and it doesn't mean that it's discriminating against men or women it's just there are certain realities and it's okay if we acknowledge that. Right. I mean, I, am I crazy? You might be. 
don't know. No, I like as we're talking about it now. The, the thing is, too, is they're trying to eliminate, I from what I'm now, like, I'm trying to dig into, one thing I've seen is they're trying to eliminate using gender as, like, a, a, a something you consider in a, you know, like, considering, mm-hmm. oh, well, she was a 16-year-old girl, or I don't know, like, okay. but they, they're trying to make it, or I guess the goal is, I don't this is what I'm confused is like we have the exact same rights I just don't understand what this is doing is this Mm -hmm. giving the that's my concern is this giving the government more power to come in and be like messing with people's lives I don't know maybe wait you so you looked at the article yeah refinery oh yeah I mean I'll sorry I'm shifting in my seat a little bit um, I'll put it in show notes, but Refinery29 has this huge essay that, like, I didn't actually even finish because it was so long, um, about why we still need the ERA, and I'm just kind of tracing its history because it's been around for so long, um, and the, one of the other things that we can't forget to mention is that <clears throat> the deadline for it to be ratified as an actual amendment was, like, in 1982, so everyone wants us to think that this is a big deal, but actually, like, legally, just because Virginia became the 38th state to ratify it today, it's not going to just become a constitutional amendment because... It passed the deadline. Yeah, because the way it was set up, you know, decades ago, and this might be the case for any amendment, I'm actually not sure, but, like, you have, like, seven or eight years or something for the 38 states to ratify it before it can become, and if if they don't, then it's just kind of dead. So now the next step is, like, all the Democrats on the Hill are talking about like, oh, we'll introduce legislation to get rid of that arbitrary deadline, like so that it will become official. But anyway, um, so the Refinery29 article talks about that stuff in the history of the ERA. Um, But then they did bring up this one woman that I went on this like internet rabbit trail reading about her story who she goes around and I don't remember her name. Um, Again, I'll put this in show notes, but she travels around and has been testifying a lot and talking about the ERA, about how it would have helped her. And from what best I can gather from her story is she's from Colorado in, in like, I think it was in the 90s, um, she was separating from her husband, who was abusive, and she took out a restraining order against him. And her husband, like, kidnapped their three daughters took them away, and she called the police, like, several times to try to get them to do something, and they were like, there's nothing we can do, which definitely sounds weird, but they never, like, did anything, and so um, he turned up later that night um, with the bodies of his three girls in the back of his truck. Like, he Mm -hmm. murdered them. So, obviously a bad guy. I don't know all the details of what happened or like why the police didn't do anything but she's become like a spokesperson for this for the era going around talking about how the era would have protected her and her daughters and so i guess like that's where i'm confused is you know we're all looking for real world examples of how the era would affect our lives and supposedly like here's this woman telling her story that we're all sympathetic to um, explaining how the ERA would have protected her, and I still fail to see like how yeah. the ERA would have 
protected her kids. You know what I mean? And it's sad, and, like, I feel really sad even talking about it, because obviously what happened to her was horrific. Yeah. But, again, I don't know, maybe because I don't know what all happened with the police there, but, like, it seemed just like a really crappy police response and nothing that special protection, like, I don't know. Like, maybe you guys can see I can't, some, I can't like, see like logic there. The biggest thing that confounds me with everything that keeps happening <clears throat> on the left is it just seems like everything is a paradox. So we're constantly told, oh, my gosh, just start with what we started with. Can a woman be president? We're talking about women specifically being this mm-hmm. a helpless class that are, is being discriminated against. At the same time, we have legislation like the ERA moving through different state capitals, uh, trying to be ratified and put into law in the mm-hmm. Constitution that literally erases the distinction between sexes. So, but it's not being sold that way. It's being sold as like finally women are equal. Like, that's how it's being sold. But, like, the message, the messaging here that, like, sucks from both these stories that we're talking about this week is women, like, like, it's all doom and gloom. Like, we're suffering. We're victims. We're not, we're being told we can't be president. We're being told that we're not equal under the law. Like, boo-hoo-hoo, we're all victims. Like, that's the messaging that's coming out of the feminist movement today. And it sucks. And I just, I want to be extra yeah. from clarifying this is not me being partisan Sarah with a Republican No, this has on. nothing to do with partisanship. Google it. It'll say it in the little thing that this is what the law... It, it'll say it in the first two sentences. Yeah. Go on Wikipedia. That's what we'll say in the first two sentences. They're, they're not hiding the fact that that is what this bill is meant to do. Right. And I, and I <clears throat> understand that there are people that genuinely think that that will make everything better for women, but I read that and it freaks me out. Yeah. It's stripping me of... And they're going to use it to strip other people of their rights to practice what they want. Like, in religion and things like that, there are going to be these, like, trolls that come through and to a priesthood and all these kind of private places and stuff, and they're going to come in and, you know, just to stir up trouble, come in and be like, oh, there's going to be, And this is something else, too, like, since you brought it up, is this going to be, like, a slippery slope thing for, like, now if we pass the ERA, we're going to need a special amendment that protects, like, every other minority? Or, like, are Catholic priests going to get together and start lobbying for an amendment to protect Catholic priests and nuns? Like, where does it end? Or, yeah. I don't know if that's a dumb question, but I don't know. I just wish we lived in a world where I didn't have to be uh granted rights by some stupid piece of legislation we already have we are born with inalienable rights we are all to be treated equally under the law this is such pomp and frill and bs and Mm -hmm. taking away from real issues if we spent 10 percent of the time that this bs is getting on uh letting women drive in middle eastern countries Mm -hmm. or how about women's rights like every other place in the world except america like there's actually real progress to be made for women and the fact this is the u.s privilege is like now we're like creating problems where they don't exist and i'm just always skeptical of any giving the government any power to enforce them because this isn't just declaring it it's Mm -hmm. saying under law we will not make a distinction Mm -hmm. which 
once again, let me preface, I 1 million percent believe in equal rights. Right, yeah. Like, that yeah. is what, of course, women yeah. and men are equal. Like, hello, like, aren't we all raised with human decency? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's lost on people. I feel like we're treated mm-hmm. like savages. Like, yeah. oh, if not for the government, we would all be slitting each other's throats. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. no, actually, probably despite you guys, we're yeah. not. Yeah, so th- there are women today in parts of the world that will get raped mm-hmm. and they will report their raper or rapist to the police and then they will have a public flogging for They'll being put a jail. adulterers for being no, whatever for being alone in putting themselves oh, right. in a situation with a man because they're, they're not being stealing. sold right now at 13 yeah. in marriage yeah that's acknowledged by uh, governments and stuff but, but we're spending time on making, like, I don't even get, I don't know. There's so many horrible things going on mm-hmm. in the world. And then here, Honestly, too. if, like, if Congress, the House, makes us a big issue and, like, spends a ton of time pushing the ERA, it's just going to be so mind-blowing. Just, like, just, out of everything that you guys could be doing right now, you're going to focus on this. And last I checked... The ERA passed out of a house committee. It, there's a long road. They're just trying to confuse people. It's just, well, yeah. It's just to confuse. They're the trying to virtue matter. signal. It's not even virtue. And signal. to pit people against each other. Yeah. Here we are, you know, right of center women, limited government people, and I know for fact if anyone heard this, they would go, "Ugh, you know, mm-hmm. brainwash republic." You know, like they're making yeah. when I'm sitting here saying I with like abhor a woman being treated differently because of her gender. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, you know, but they paint us as these people that are, like, backwards. Backwards. And we're, help, and that we, we think we need to be, I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's really bad. It's it, really this, frustrating. This article makes a good point about these kind of laws that are intended to, like, enforce equal, equal, uh, rights amongst Mm -hmm. genders or whatever where instead of it just being like everyone is treated the same they then go in and enforce to make sure everything is equal you know that's the difference I feel like it's like coming and enforcing it and they said for lots of sex gender segregated spaces um like Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, women-only co-working spaces, scholarship opportunities that exclude men and so much more are like not going to be able to exist Mm -hmm. Under this. Yeah. What are are your reason? Reason. Okay. Reason. um, We'll put it in show notes. Yeah. Yeah. Reason. Google. Um, It says, with the Equality Act, Democrats want to redefine sex to include gender identity and sexual orientation. Here's why that's a bad idea. And it has nothing to do with God's wrath, women's right rollbacks, or locker room predators. So, once again, just wary of government power. Oh, goodness. All right. That's some heavy stuff, y'all. Anything but, um, else you guys want to mention on this before we wrap up? Oof. No, <laughs> I know. Still it's a pretty heavy topic. Like, I know. I'm trying to – that's what I'm just, like, bored of it because it's, like, there's no need. There's nothing to talk. Like, I've Googled. I've, like, read everything, and I'm, like, what will change? I still don't. Yeah. There's not really yeah. anything. I think it's just an excuse for some – uh, virtue signal, signaling hippie to put a bumper sticker on yeah. their car. Yeah. It makes for a good campaign slogan. Coexist. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. What else? Anything else? 
Uh, everyone should rate us five stars. Um, subscribe. Please. Uh, please tell your friends about us. Uh, shoot us an email. We're at hello at, at nyafpod.com. Um, let us know if you want to be on the podcast as a guest or you know somebody <clears throat> who's cool that you would like to hear from. <clears throat> or any topics you want us to talk about. Topics. Tweet us. Yeah. If you have any ideas, we'd love to. Next week, I've heard murmurings, we might discuss our favorite uh, nicknames that Trump has yes. anointed. Yes, anointed. that has been requested. Yes. I, ha- I mean, <laughs> oh, I'm like, I can't wait to discuss. Something a little bit lighthearted. More lighthearted than this, yes. Anyway. Cool. All right, cool. Well, hit us up and uh, subscribe um, wherever you get your podcast: Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. Am I missing anything? No, that's it. Yes. Okay. All right. So that wraps up another episode of the Not Your Average Feminist Podcast. As always, thanks for joining us, and we will be here next week. Bye. Bye.